Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to cover the new root that is planted into you if you continue to listen to the enemy. And that root is called the root of suffering. So let's go ahead and define it. Now, suffering means the state of undergoing pain, distress, or hardship. Now, the scripture reference that I use comes from 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 13. And I'm going to actually read this from the Amplified Version. And it says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal which has taken place to test you. That is, to test the quality of your faith as though something strange or unusual were happening to you. But insofar as you are sharing Christ's sufferings, keep on rejoicing, so that when his glory, filled with his radiance and splendor, is revealed, you may rejoice with great joy. And again, that is 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12-13. Now, as you are dealing with the root of suffering, your downward progression continues to cause more traumatic things to happen to your life. Many times the pain is starting to come up on your body and it causes you to feel the suffering. Now, as you have been dealing with the stress, things continue spiraling downward, causing you to have even more hardships. As a result, you started to develop more headaches, more physical pains, And as time has gone on, you've even started to break out in some rashes. When the root of suffering has its way, it causes you to have a much harder time to deal with the events that are taking place in your life. You have tried to look at things differently. You have tried to have patience. You have even tried to go to God. But in your attempts to talk with God, you feel as if he has been quiet at times. So you don't know which way to go or even to turn to. So what do you do? How do you keep pushing through it? How do you get through the suffering that you are feeling now in your body? It can be difficult to deal with the root of suffering because now it is something that you can feel physically. You may have been dealing with a situation for a long time and in your ability to try to work through it and resolve it, the worry and the stress has taken a toll on your body, causing physical aches and pains and just possibly even life-threatening diseases. It becomes so important to find a way to handle these situations. It may require you to eat healthy because your meals have been limited and unhealthy. It may require you to exercise more, which would actually be a good thing because it can help you burn off the stress that is in your body. It will require you to spend more time with God so that you can allow your mind 
to just think on different things or even to initiate steps to start working through things. It may also require you to do things for other people, not to take things off of your mind to avoid your own problems, but to just find a way to help someone who desperately needs your help. In your help to them, you will find the help and peace that you need in your own situation. Sometimes when you look at other people's problems, it allows you to just keep your own problems in perspective and possibly even have a different outlook with it. By helping someone else, it actually gives you another option to just see how to even deal with your own situation. Sometimes you just never know how people can even help and influence you. Now, as you can see, it will cause a reactive response and not a passive one. You must put the work in to help you get to the other side of this battle you are facing. You must put things in place that will help you go into an upward and positive direction instead of the negative things that you may be faced with. The goal is to take a different approach than what the enemy is trying to get you to stay in. He wants you to be so overwhelmed that you just won't do anything. Now granted, that may be the response that you want to take, but you have to find a way to just keep pushing through the pain and the suffering that you are feeling. Now, on another note, there are those times where you can be suffering in silence. Although you know that things are chaotic and maybe even overwhelming around you, you have chosen not to share or to discuss or even allow anyone to help you. Now you continue to recognize how things are not getting better for you, but you just continue to keep all that suffering to yourself and you stay in silence. What's also interesting is that no one would ever know the extent of your circumstances. No one would ever know the need that you have. No one would ever know how you have been enduring through these tough times that you have going on in your life. Please don't allow yourself to stay in that type of mentality. God wants to help you and he doesn't want you to even think that no one would be there for you because they would if they knew about it. God will help you, but you have to ask him to help you. Now, John 14, 14 says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Again, that's John 14, 14. Jesus is willing to give you what you want, but you have to have the courage to come to him and ask him and not continue to keep suffering in silence. Let me also say, let's take this suffering in silence to another level. There are times that you can suffer for the sake of the gospel. Now, Jesus suffered also in silence, and there are those times that you should also operate as he did. Now, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21 says, To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. And again, that's 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21. 
Christ is the example for you to follow. So as a believer in Christ, you have to be able to follow him. And in turn, that may also include the sufferings that he endured. As long as you are doing the will of God, God will be pleased for your obedience and find favor for your life. So just make sure that you are just being guided by God and that you are checking in and trying to really hear his voice as to what your next steps should be because you do want to be obedient to what he's called you to do. Now, let's go ahead and look at our example with Job. And I'm going to be actually sharing Job chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. And it says, One day the angels came again to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan the accuser came with them. Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. And Satan answered the Lord, I have been going back and forth across the earth, watching everything that's going on. Then the Lord asked Satan, Have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and will have nothing to do with evil. And he has maintained his integrity, even though you persuaded me to harm him without cause. Satan replied to the Lord, Skin for skin, he blessed you only because you bless him. A man will give up everything he has to to save his life. But take away his health and he will surely curse you to your face. All right, do with him as you please, the Lord said to Satan, but spare his life. So Satan left the Lord's presence and he struck Job with a terrible case of bulls from head to foot. Then Job scraped his skin with a piece of broken pottery as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, Are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job replied, You talk like a godless woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? So in all this, Job said nothing wrong. And again, that's Job chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Now, as you can see from the scriptures, Satan approached God again about Job. And God initially continued to lift up his high regard for Job. Satan continued to tell God that Job was only faithful and loyal because of his blessing. But if you take away his health, Job will curse God. God allowed Satan to attack Job again with his health, but Satan was not able to take Job's life. Now, Satan attacked Job with a terrible case of bulls from head to foot, and so Job suffered tremendously from this. Job's wife told him to curse God and die so that he wouldn't have to suffer anymore instead of being loyal to his integrity to God. But Job would not do it and never said anything wrong about the suffering that he was experiencing. Job is truly one of the most exceptional men of the Bible, of course, except for Jesus. 
You look at all the things that God allowed for him to go through. And Job continued to stay faithful and loyal and without any type of complaints or blames or even accusations from it. Now, I also think it is noteworthy to see that God allowed one of his prized servants to just be attacked by Satan. Now, when Satan attacks us, most of the time we are asking God to stop it, not realizing that God has a plan in all of it. Now, when most of us go through things, we all are ready to blame and fuss and complain and become negative and probably even attack others for all the pain and suffering that we are going through. We want others to feel some sort of pain, especially if they caused it. However, Job was on the total opposite end of that. He remained faithful and true to God, even though he had lost everything and experienced physical suffering. The lessons to be learned are monumental, and it is obvious that he spent a lot of quality time with God within their relationship. Moreover, it also just continued to show the type of love and praise that he had for God. Job demonstrated that regardless of what was going on in his life, he never stopped praising and glorifying God. He had so much love for God. Now, I know that each person is at a different level of how much they have gone through, as well as how much they can actually handle. Everyone has a breaking point. And just because you can handle some things, it doesn't mean that the next person can, and also vice versa. Each person has different struggles and experiences and upbringings and environments and on and on that has really just shaped and molded them into the person that they have become. Everyone has the ability to remain open and to learn things to help improve their life, but not everyone is really willing to do that. There are people that remain closed up, so they're not able to improve their life or resolve issues or even grow with God. Therefore, as a result, they stay stuck just in situations and sometimes even in the negative behaviors. And unfortunately, that can become a norm for them as they operate in society. Please just try to learn the lessons that you need to learn so that God can really help you and help you through the suffering that you may have to go through. It may be hard, but it will be worth it. So just trust God completely and really allow him to move in your life. And I see I am out of time, so please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real-life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.